This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win, order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You are watching and listening to Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and your favourite podcasts. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes! It's the Europa League with Chris on Leicester Till I Die TV. Please press those buttons on YouTube for more Leicester City content. Right, Chris. Do you want me to answer that? Do you really want me to answer that? Hello, fellow Fox fans. And I won't say good evening. I'll just say hello. This is Leicester Till I Die. You are watching us on Facebook uh, Leicester Till I Die, the group on Twitter at Leicester TID and uh, YouTube. And if you're not on YouTube, please get over there, give us a subscribe, give us a follow. Uh, it's Leicester Till I Die TV. And if you are listening to us, uh, you can catch us later on podcasts on Google, Amazon, Apple, uh, Anchor, Spotify, and Podcast Addict, just to name a few. How are we feeling? You know what? I feel one of these. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. 
No, you would not. I'm trying to. I'm trying to keep it cool. I'm trying to keep it calm, but I don't know if I can after that performance. I mean, we played two games in the Europa League. We've earned one point. We're fourth in the group. We're you know we're behind Legia Warsaw, who are first, and Spartak Moscow, who in a way maybe did us a favour in beating Lazio tonight. Um, the team rating was four, the manager rating was four, and you know, we won the FA Cup in May. We've gone from FA Cup winners to Premier League mediocrity to Europa League embarrassment in two months. Now, okay, you know, I know the players don't do it on purpose, they don't go out to have a bad game, but what has happened? Because it's not the results necessarily that I'm going on about. But it's the performance. Even when we've won, do you remember when we won? Yeah, that, that was like Norwich just, you know, other teams are beating them 4-5. We just got away with it thanks to VAR. And Wolves, who, if they'd had the shooting boots on, would have probably um, taken the three points in that game. But even then, we were awful. We played awful. So I just don't know where... It's come from, and it's not just the defence. People are saying, yeah, but look at the defence. We we played, oh, we had more injury problems in the back four. We had no back four one week last season. So we can't just blame the back four. What has happened to us? Why have we gone from exciting football? I mean, <laughs> I had to ask, you know, is it the manager? And, I, and, I, and I'm not saying here for a second, believe you me, that, that he should go. Of course, I'm not saying that. But is it the manager? Um, bad day at the office. Um, we, we, we didn't turn up. We were COVID problems. You know, we, the, the ref was awful. VAR went against. I mean, Phil, I'll leave a gap and you can fill it in with your excuse. There you go. What did you fill it in with? Stick it in the comments. If you want to come in and have a little rant, I'm going to put the link in a minute into the comment box. But I know that somebody else actually wants to have a rant as well. But that... that <laughs> Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. You may not like me when I'm not angry. Let's be honest with you. Uh, let's just have a look at some comments. Um, Ant from Ant's Leicester fan channel. How do, mate? Um, he um, has got a great channel there, along with Beyond the 90. Leicester channels, get over there, give him some support. Uh, people always talk perspective here in some of here. So I'll, I'll, try, I'll put my teeth in and try that again. People always talk perspective. Here is some for you. We have the seventh most expensive squad in the league and the third highest paid manager. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Charlie, good evening. How are you? Are you sharing our pain tonight, mate? You lost yesterday, Man City. Oh, honestly, honestly. Uh, Scott, good evening. How the devil are you, sir? Missed the game. So interested to find out what's happened. Don't be, mate. Don't be. Don't be at all. Uh, and says here, lucky you. I tell you what, you could have got, you could have watched a repeat of Antiques Roadshow and it would have been more exciting. 
Uh, in fact, I think it was on Antiques Roadshow. I think the Leicester Bloody Squad's on Antiques Roadshow. Uh, Facebook user, we always finish matches with a team we should have started with. Um, and again, defensive injury doesn't stop attackers making runs and movement. I say, I don't think you can blame the defence. But I tell you what I'm going to do here. I'm going to put in... If you're on YouTube, you'll see this. If you're on Facebook or anything like that, you might need to nip over to YouTube. But there's the link going in now. If you want to come on and have a quick quick rant, join us. Um, Charlie, oh, it's still <laughs> I can't. Well, which one of you two would change the name of the bloody channel? I'll tell you what, especially, especially when I'm in one of these moods. <laughs> Trying to cheer you up. I tell you what, if that was vodka or gin and not water, it wouldn't bloody cheer me up. Talking about cheering me up, I've had my rant. It's only fair we let somebody else have his rant. Josh, you said that it was more exciting me going to the toilet than that match. How the devil are you, sir? Um, I wish I could say I was well, but after watching that, mate, it's, I, I don't know. I, I want to say so much, but I don't think... Uh, I think you'd have to use your, uh, your bleep machine over a lot of it. To be well, until, if, you, if you can terrible. give it... a about 17 minutes, we'll go past the watershed. <laughs> yeah. um, hang on, hang on. Actually, it, yeah. for this game, for this game, I'll I'll just put this up so we we do at least cover ourselves a little bit. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, I suppose that that's uh, that, that that's going to cover me for the duration. I think, mate. Really, yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know what to say. I, don't, I genuinely don't know what to say. Well, that's going to be uh, this is going to be a short show, but now I mean. <laughs> I tell you, I mean, oh, I asked the question, what has happened? Two months ago, we finished fifth. We only just missed out by a point on the Champions League. God help us if we'd gone into the Champions League because we'd have got stuffed every week. Yeah. I mean, you know, you could look at Napoli and I haven't seen their game. I thought they were playing later, but they played at the same time as us. And, you know, they lost 3-2 to Spartak Moscow. That was a shock as well. So you've got the team that was third... Um, in the draw, and uh, actually in second place, and the team that were supposed to be the weakest are on top. What has happened to Leicester? That's the thing, and I've seen, I seen a few comments from people on social media saying, oh, you know, Spartak Moscow has done us a favour, but what makes people think we're going to even, you know, put up a good performance against them and, and beat them at the mm -hmm. minute? I, 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 don't know, I don't know what's gone wrong, mate. I you know... Um, <sighs> I mean, let, let's put it this way, right? If we win the group, and I'm just going to say to anybody that's trying to post on Facebook, there is a problem at the moment. Uh, if you're swearing, it won't allow you post. So try to sort of have a moan without swearing because that will automatically not allow the post. Um, but also, it's not letting me see new posts to be able to authorise them. So do, do bear with me on that one, please, guys. Um, oh, they're coming up now. Um so, if we finish top, and that's a big if, a massive if, if we finish top, we go into the next 16, you know, the round of 16. If we finish second, we go into the round of 32, and we have to play somebody that drops down from the Champions League. Yep. If we finish third, I believe we drop down into the Conference League, and we might end up playing Spurs. And if we finish fourth, which is where we are at the moment, we're going to hang our heads in shame. We are second favourites to win the competition. Now, we've played seven games in the Premier League. We've played an eighth game 
in the um, Caribou Cup. We've played a ninth and tenth game in the Europa League. And apart from 30 minutes here, 40 minutes there, I haven't seen us getting any better. Mm. Exactly, mate. You, you, you've hit the nail on the head there, mate. It's just, we're doing, I wouldn't say playing well. We're doing all right in patches here and there um, in games. But there's just, uh, I, I don't know where, I don't like to say, I don't know where it's going wrong. You know, we've, we've, strengthened the team from from last season but mm. we just look worse um, I, I, I genuinely don't know at the minute we've only got one style of play and that's you know this possession based football which gets us let's be honest nowhere um, creativity's gone um, we piss arse around at the back with it passing it between centre backs and teams just allow us to allow us to do it because they know we're not going to get anywhere with it and then you know we finally get some movement after about five or ten minutes pissing about knocking the ball sideways and then you know before you know we're sort of approaching approaching the opposition's you know final third and we run out of ideas we don't know what to do with it and then before you know it it's being passed back again out to the wings back again it's just it's so boring it's so boring to watch mate and I wouldn't mind you know I think as fans, any football fan will say, you know, if you're losing games, but you're playing well and you're giving it a good go and, you know, you're narrowly losing games and you don't mind. But at the minute, you just know what, you sort of know what you're going to get from us yeah. every week, every single week. You think we're going to go, go a goal down and we'll spark into life the last 20 minutes. And then you're sort of thinking, well, you know, we had chances towards the end of the game and we didn't take them but it's just it's the same old, same old, and we've got no plan B whatsoever. We've got nothing. It's not even like, and I said this last season, it's not even like we've got a you know a big target man striker we can bring on and just lump it into him in the box for the last five or ten minutes, you know, hoping that somebody gets a flick on or you know, he's scrambling. The question the I'll ask you there, the question I want to ask you there is what's plan A? That's the thing, mate. Exactly. <laughs> plan A, plan A at the minute is mess around with it, knock it about, hope that you know a gap opens up here and there. But mm-hmm. as, as the comment said earlier, nobody's making movement. There's nobody no. sort of running it, you know, running into space and like dragging players around. It's just at the minute when you know Soyuncu and Vestergaard have got the ball at the back, it's just stagnant. There's no movement at all. Teams at the minute, honestly, we must be probably the easiest team to play against at the minute. And to, and to, teams have figured us out, mate. Right? And, and yeah, I, I think you're right. I think you are right. And I mean, as Ant says, there, possession is fine, but not possession for the sake yeah. of possession. Um, hopefully, we'll, Neil might be joining us from beyond the 90 LFC. Like I say, great Leicester channel, get over there. Uh, he does some great stuff. Uh, I'm just looking for a comment here. Rudy, good evening, Rudy. How the devil are you, sir? It was nice to finally put a, a, a face to the name last night when we were on the chat with um, just dropping names here, uh, Luckman and um, Kieran Dewsbury Hall. We, yeah, we had a chat, me and Rudy was, um, you know, uh, what can I say? You know, oh, and, and of course, Matt Elliott and Steve Walsh were there as well. Yeah. Mixing it with the fans. Maybe they should have stayed chatting. We might have done better. Uh, but Rudy says there, West Ham have started with their best 11 and hey, presto, they're winning. But I mean, let's have a look. I mean, if we have a look at that squad that we've got, 
uh, or the starting. Let's look at the starting lineup, which I do have somewhere. Um, I was actually quite pleased with that starting lineup, with one exception, which you can probably guess. Um, I didn't think it was particularly a bad starting lineup, did you? It, you know, it's not a bad start in 11, mate, to be honest with you. It, you no. You'd think on paper it, it should be enough to, to get the job done tonight, really. But again, we're sat here after a poor performance and we just... It's, it's, the, okay. play, the, the, the thing is, the, the players that we've got, like you're saying, that start in 11, should be beating teams like this. And it's, it's no disrespect to them at all. Um, no. No. And, it, you know, it makes sad, sad. It sounds like I'm being disrespectful towards them, but I'm not at all. But you know, you've got players in there, you know, Jermichael, Tielemans, Vet. It sounds sounds ridiculous because I thought it was absolutely atrocious tonight. But Vestergaard, you know, is an experienced Danish international um, big bloke. Um, it, 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 we're just getting nowhere. And at the minute, mm. yeah, and just um, onto, onto that comment about the West Ham's best starting eleven. What is our best starting eleven at the minute? We don't know. Yes, yes. It, it's you know, it, it's it's not it's not an excuse because surely by now, you know, fair enough. What is it? Seven games into the into the Premier League season now, a second you know Europa League game, and everybody's saying, oh, you know, some people, oh, it's, it's only seven games. But the thing is, before you know it, there's going to be fifteen games gone, and then you're getting you know edging towards the middle of the season, and I still think mate, we we could be sat in it. Oh, I'm, I'm worried. <laughs> I, 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 honestly, mate, I'm, I'm ge- the way we're playing at the minute. I, I'm, I'm genuinely worried where this season, where this season could go. The start of the season, I thought, uh, I thought we'll finish. I thought we'll finish about eighth or ninth. It seemed a long way off at the minute. Even that. I mean, and we're going to bring bring Neil in, in a minute. Uh, I can see you in the in the green room there. Say green room. That sounds sounds like the BBC, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> He's in the back office or whatever you want to call it. Outhouse. He's in the outhouse at the moment. We'll bring him in in a second. Um, but you know what? I, I I made a post at half time, and it basically was Perez. What is the point? <laughs> he made, and I'm sorry. I, I hate to be my son turned around and said, you know, you're sounding like you know the the anti Chilwell brigade and what have you, and. Then two minutes later, he's there like, oh, the fucking old Perez, how did you miss that? You know, <laughs> and yeah. he was, you know, he couldn't, I mean, he should have had a couple of goals. One, okay, was ruled off, but one, I mean, to be honest with you, my mother could have kicked a straighter ball and scored that. She's been dead two years. You know, I mean, what is the point of Perez? Please tell me. I I, I can't. I... <laughs> Again, mate, I, I've, I've backed Perez to the to the hill for so long, but even now, I, I, it's got to the point where I just thought it's like starting with ten men every week. Unfortunately, I mean, you know, it's it's not. I'm not I'm not digging him out for for tonight because there were everybody played shit. Let's be honest. Um, yeah. And you know that, that that one chance that he missed that that went, you know, he's kicked it so far wide, and you're thinking, God, you know, for the money we paid for him and. As a professional footballer, you've got to at least hit the target. Having said that, you know, Daka missed sort of a similar chance where he's sort of plucked the ball out of the air and miskicked it. So yeah. it weren't just Perez, but he's been with us, he's been with us long enough now and he's 
he's not showing yeah. us anything, is he? And again, again tonight, it just it just summed it summed his time up with us. Well, I'm, I'm going to ask Neil that very same question. So get ready, Neil. I'm sure you are. A, you're going to come on and, and defend Perez. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But we'll just have a look at some comments first. Um, David, good evening, David. How the devil are you, sir? Uh, even Yori doesn't seem to know who to pass forward to unless Vardy makes a run. He stops on the ball, looks around, and then passes back and points to where the person should pass to next time. How pathetic. I mean, we, we, we couldn't pass. I mean, to be honest with you, that team couldn't pass win tonight, let alone a ball, you know, because when they did, it, it did not go to a Leicester player. Ant says plan A is to wait and get hit on the counter and look surprised that we conceded. Um can't score goals, constantly passing sideways and backwards. Best defence is going forward, isn't it? Well, I mean, I, I heard that when Rogers bought Perez, that one of the things he liked was he was like the first line of defence. Obviously, it was a defence that got blown over in some wind somewhere. No one's moving. Exactly. My, my son said that watching the game. You know, When Harvey Barnes and Madison came on, and I'm going to give credit to Madison later because I thought he was good when he came on. Mm. Uh but there's nobody there for them to pass to. You know, it's like, yeah. good evening, Rich. Thanks very much, mate. Great channel. Games that supporting him. Man United fan, but you did us a favour last night and you, you beat Villarreal in the 92nd minute. Yes. God, I hate that team now. Um, <laughs> let it go. Uh, Facebook user again. We are where we are because of the injuries. No, we're not where we are because of the... We were. We had worse injuries last season. Right? We were playing Christian Fuchs, who hadn't played for us for three years. Whereas Morgan, who was virtually semi-retired, we didn't have, you know, a back four. We cannot blame the injuries. We've got two players that are injured and Evans on and off. So blaming the injuries, and everybody's entitled to opinion, and I'm not saying that your opinion is wrong. I'm just saying I don't agree with it. Um we we don't you know we we were, we would had worse injuries than this last season and we were playing better and and we were fifth I think at this time last season. Rob says there. Good evening, Rob. How the devil are you? Disgrace. Players are treading water. What are they doing in the hundred million pound training stadium on the solarium all day? Um, ants again. Regardless if we rotate or not, there is not enough quality. We should have enough quality though because we had a good squad and we've added supposedly. Uh, league winners to it. Um, can Vestergaard even run? We've bought a player who let nine in against us. I know we weren't, we weren't thinking of spending that money, but what could we have got Tarkovsky for? I think he would have been better. Uh, has Top got Nigel Pearson's number? Oh, not Big Sam. No, I'll have Pearson back. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's just going mad here. He has good hair. Um... When we had a good good periods under Brendan, we could tell the starting 11 days before the game. Oh, and he does it to the side. He sits there and claps. And I don't know yeah. whether to sort of, <laughs> a, a, you know, say, come on, Lester, I'll throw him a fish. <laughs> Rene, good evening. How the devil are you? Welcome along. Um, is Fafana coming back soon? I bloody hope so. <laughs> and walking football. I think that gets more exciting. Rodgers needs to learn from his fuck-ups of the door is there. He's not learning, though. We, we got stuffed by West Ham, who stuffed us twice last year. Uh, he's been very, very patient and waited. Good evening, Neil. How are you? How are you doing, Chris? It's been a while. been talking to try and get this sorted. But, yeah, finally yeah. here. And, I mean, what a match to make my debut. I mean, I might as well leave now. It's just woeful, wasn't it? <laughs> just all over the park. 
I was really worried that you were going to come on then and uh, and defend and say, well, it was just another one of those days. But we've had yeah. so many of just those days this season, haven't we? It's it's just not the thing is if you play badly and lose. Look, we've 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 supported the team over the years, and we've seen yeah. just dead terrible football. And we, do you know, I was talking with a couple of guys on our channel, like just a couple of minutes off off camera, we were talking about. Remember watching it on Channel Five, where you were like, you'd stay, you'd you'd, you'd yeah. miss the game, you'd go and watch it. Um, you're right, and um, and and then you'd wait all you'd wait all evening, and then you'd get a two minute clip of Leicester versus Blackburn. It'll be a 2-1 draw or 2-2-2-2 two, 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 draw. And you're like, Adja. but again, for some reason, this feels just so... Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. This feels so much worse. Pay it because we just got... The levels were so... We know what this team is capable of and we've added to that and we've not lost yeah. anybody. Logically, on paper, we should be doing better. But it's, it's just not happening. And it's not even like, oh, yeah... We're going to because I stupidly said that we were going to get we could potentially get fourth because I thought Liverpool would slip up. No way in hell mm. we're going to do that now. So <laughs> you know what they have a way of frustrating you, but you, but I think I'll calm down in a bit. But it is it's just not good enough. And it's as you were saying, Chris, it's the same thing over and over again. And the worst mm. thing is we could have written a load of these points before the match even started based on the previous three, and that's the annoying thing, because other teams are bearing on. We've not... They're 15th in the Polish League. I know they're winners, yeah. but 15th in the Polish League, and we've never played them before. If we played Burnley and Brighton, I can get it because we've played them a couple of times. We've never played these guys before, and they're like, these guys, easy, we'll shut them out. Yeah, uh, yeah. there's a lot I more mean, to come, imagine. <laughs> it's going to be... I think it's going to be a, a long season. Uh, Josh, I mean... Uh, Neil made the point there, and I should I should just say thanks for coming on, Neil. Uh, your channel will be on the ninety big Leicester channel. Get over there and give the guy some support and uh, and the subs and uh, and follow him as well. Appreciate that. Um, thank you, um, Josh. I mean, are we expecting too much? I mean, you know, we we have come to you know be fourth and fifth at this time in the season, looking over our shoulders to see who might be catching us up. Now we're the one that's having to do the catch-up. And I'm going to put this bluntly, has has Brendan taken us as far as he can? I'm a, I'm a long, long way off um, calling for Brendan's... Calling I'm not. For Brendan's, Let me just say, I'm I, not. I'm not. playing devil's advocate I know, I know, I know you're not. Um, no, I think... We could, we could, it's you know, it goes without saying we could definitely step up a gear this season. Um, I don't know if we've got that first gear, but being honest with you, um, I don't know. And you know, Neil raises the, the perfect point. And before every single game so far this season, you, the bullet points are there, and you know what, you know what we're going to be discussing slow football, possession based football that gets us absolutely nowhere. Um, I, I don't. I don't like criticising Brendan because he's given so far he's given some amazing memories, you know, first FA Cup and things like that. But mm. he's so slow in making substitutions and changing the game. And like for, for me, mate, I, I thought he should have made changes at half time today, yeah. um, especially after the first half, and then waiting, you know, for 60, 65 minutes. And by then the game's sort of settling down into, and it's coming towards a conclusion where they were perfectly set up defensively. It didn't really look like much we're going to get past them, um, and it's just too late. And it, it, we 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 sort of leave ourselves, and it's all good making, like you say, making changes last sixty or sixty-five, seventieth minute. But then mm. you're thinking, well, it leaves us twenty minutes. Twenty minutes goes by really fast when you're losing games. 
it goes it goes slowly when you're winning, but when you're losing, it goes by so quick. And before you know it, the ninety yeah. minutes up, and you've lost another game. And at the minute, he's just it's just like he's he, there's there's no even he's not even reacting or he's not reactive or proactive. It's just a case of you know you can you Enduring. can when he's yeah that's it, mate. And you just know what you what you can call when he's going to make his subs. 60, mm. 65th minute, win or lose. And it, it's just, it, it's the same thing every single week. And it's out, you know, maybe we do sound like, you know, have we, have we had it too good for the last couple of scenes? And I don't think we're, we're expecting too much because, as Neil said, we know we're better than this and we know the players are better than this. But at the minute, whether, you know, whether it's Brendan's tactics that, the lads, you know, the players just thought, I don't really fancy this anymore. Because you can tell that at the minute, summer ain't right and they're not buying into what they're being told. Yeah. It's it's so obvious to see. And it's scary, mate. It's scary times. I'm going to quote these for you, Neil, before we uh, we, we bring Brad in as well, because he doesn't like stats. <laughs> yeah. I, I and, and they don't tell the full story, in fairness. But on this one, I think it kind of does. Because we're away from home. And yes, okay, like you say, it's Leisure Warsaw, who apparently should have almost qualified for the Champions League. I think they knocked out Sparta Prague, they were saying, um, to qualify for the Champions League. But we're away. We had just short of 65% possession. But what the bloody hell did we do with it? And again, same question to you, Neil. And I say, don't get on my back, guys, if you're watching. I am playing devil's advocate here. But do you think Brendan's too gone too far? He's too stubborn. That's the mm. main problem. And again, it's when it when he's in this situation, he needs to make proactive changes and push the team forward. And again, no mm. substitutions at half time. We're just going right. Well, why why has that been done? And it's just reading that as well. It's it's yeah. I can't believe well. that Brendan said that. <laughs> no, I can't believe we, I can't believe we said that. I mean, I'm. I've got to be honest with you. I, I'm I'm old enough probably to be everybody's dad here. I can remember growing up when the big team was Liverpool during the 70s and 80s. They won everything. And Bob Paisley and, um, oh, God, his name, I can't believe I've forgotten his name. Um, the manager before Bob Paisley of Liverpool. Football You're not going to get anything from me, death. mate. Sorry. Way past my, time. my mind is gone. Please, someone in the chat, tell me. But, but Bill, Shankly. Bill Shankly. Bill Shankly. That's it. And um, if they lost the game, they would come out. They wouldn't have a dig at the players. And I don't expect Brendan to come out and go, you know, this player was bad or that player was bad, because that, that goes on in the dressing room. Uh, but they would come out and they would say, yep, yeah, they were the better team. And they would be honest, but they would give an honest appraisal. That, to me, reading that, talking about the atmosphere, when we've just lost 1-0 and gone bottom of the group. Neil, sorry, I'm leaving that with you, Neil, sorry. <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's just all over the place, to be honest. There isn't really anything that I can say positive, because, again, but we know what we're capable of, and everything in the right, everything should be going in the right direction on paper, but it's not. And yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't want to. I've felt like a broken record. And the thing is, I want to make one point actually. The the, the game that we scored two goals this season because we've only scored one maximum, pretty much. Um, yeah, is 
against Burnley, where we actually played on the counter. We took the ball from the midfield, Tillemans, and indeed he got the ball, Tillemans got it, then over to another player, and then Vardy put it in the back of the net. We know it still works, but I, yeah. I, I, will, I guarantee Brendan Rodgers will never go back to 4-4-2 counter, on a counter-attack. And I'm not saying that's the only way we should play, whatever, but if it's not working, we've got a way that works, the team knows how it works, just do it. And because just get something because at the moment we're getting nothing, playing terribly, not even and and a part of it is is Brendan, but also the players need to take responsibility. Why is Jose Perez taking Dakar off the ball and then putting the ball wide in like the thirtieth minute? It's just dumb. It really is just the players. There's there's some kind of fallout. We've had I think four like open guilty opportunities to put the ball put this game to yeah. bed. And let's be real, we could have got we could have been three nil down. Um, by the 95th minute when they missed them two chances. Yep. So yep. we could actually count ourselves lucky that it was only one, which is really strange to say, but yeah. it's just wonderful. No, it's true though. It's true. We're going to welcome Brad in and I was going to say to everybody, I'm going to just play a quick jingle because give you a chance to actually go and get some earmuffs because I think he has promised us that he's got a song for us after this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You gonna play this single or <laughs> On Leicester Till I Die TV. Please press those buttons on YouTube for more Leicester City content. The floor is yours, Brad. Do you want the PG version or did you mind the expletive? Because the expletive makes for a better football chant. It's nine, seven minutes past nine. We're past the watershed. Okay. <laughs> for my best friend, Iosi Perez, right? Please take this with a tongue in cheek, Leicester fans. One right. second, one second. You deserve this, sir. Just, just, just take this with a pinch of salt. I'm trying to put a laugh on the evening, but I'll come up with a new chant by Ozzy Perez. So here we go. It's, it's a classic football chant, right, that I think we could use to describe him as a footballer at this moment in time. You're just a shit-hacking boy, shit-hacking boy. You're just a shit-hacking boy. Shit, Akin boy, you're just a shit, Akin boy. Shit, Akin boy, you're just a shit, Akin boy. Fuck me, someone worse than Akin boy. <laughs> Fuck me. Oh, I've been, wanted to, I've been singing that the whole game, mate. I've been singing he's, the whole game. He's 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 of you. <laughs> he not not impressed with Perez's performance tonight, then, were you not, Brad? Oh, no, it's man of the match, mate. Man of the match. Best performance <laughs> I've ever seen. Neil, Neil, we do rent been... Brad out, by the way, if you ever want somebody to come and sing on your channel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get him to sing on one of the jingles for me, but, you know. <laughs> oh, God. Let me just say... You've I've got just that yeah, oh, that's going to be used up for other players. It's guaranteed that's going to be used again yeah. sometime. And, and, this and, and just so you're aware, the, the, the PG version is you're just a Spanish acting boy. It's just yeah. changed it a little bit. Depends on if you've got kids, they can learn that version of it. 
It's all I'm right. Just it's fine. Simon Cowell. Just to see. Akinboy, Moosa, Kermigan, all is forgiven. Because that Moose was dreadful, good. and I'm sick of seeing him in a Leicester shirt now. <laughs> Moose. I'm sick to death of seeing him in a Leicester shirt. Oh, oh, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to, yeah, because I would have been nothing about Snickers tonight. You know what I mean? Like that advert. I'm not me when I'm hungry, but no, he just deserved it tonight. That's the only champ Perez deserves. I've had enough of him. Josh, don't swear. But this, <laughs> this, this is how it looks at the moment. Um, and somebody yeah. said, like, Spartak Moscow have done us a favour, and we discussed this before, Josh, you know. Um, have they done us a favour? Because looking at that, you know, if we're bottom, that's it. We come home with our tails between our legs. We don't even drop into the conference. I know it's only two games, but come on. When we get a lead, we can't hold on to it, can we? I think looking look at it at the way it is at the minute, mate, I know, you know, in, in a couple of months' time, we, we could hit the ground running and pick up, you know, pick up wins here and there and, and go on a decent run. But the way it is now, I don't know. I, I, people say Spartak Moscow have done us a favour, but can you see us beating them at the minute? I can't That's see. I, I genuinely yeah. can't. I, I can't see where the next win's coming from. Palace will beat us Sunday. Honestly, Palace will beat us on Sunday. It is worrying. Apparently, it's just been posted that the RSPCA are visiting all the Leicester player homes and removing anybody that uh, any dogs that uh, any of the Leicester players own because apparently we can't hold on to a lead either. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Hey, at least it was clean. There wasn't a swear word in there. I mean, we looked. We looked, Neil, when we played Lazio for sixty odd minutes. We looked really good. And then we can't even hold on to that lead, can we? You see what I did there? How I linked that in? <laughs> yeah, we we can't we can't. The thing is, we can't hold on to a lead. We were never ahead. We were never oh, no, ahead. I mean, I'm, I'm about Nap- um, Lazio, Napoli, uh, Napoli. I mean, sorry. Uh, got, yeah, that one was a little bit different, but at the same mm. time, it's like um, I, I can't. I'm, I, the th- I've got nothing. I've. I think we've just ranted on our channel for a bit, so I was like, I'm, I'm a little bit out of steam at the moment. Um, you've you've so run out of rants. You've run out of rants. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? I was like, which one have I covered on this channel? Which one have I covered on my channel? Um, uh, it was just just things like Daniel Lamarty getting shoved off the ball too easily. Again, it was a good yeah. shot. It was a good placement. Kasper Michael couldn't do anything. But that's kind of summed up our season. Defensive issues. Kasper Michael again comes to our save in the 95th, 90th minute or something, the 88th, 89th minute. But just problems all over the pitch. And there's just, there is just, it's flat, it's slow, it's static. They're just passing the ball from back, not even back to front, side to side to side to side. And it's something that yeah. we, have criticised Claude Puel before, and I'm not going to compare him, but when you have performances like this, where this was the problem with Claude Puel, it was static football, we were going into games pretty much going to lose, it was it was very pragmatic and crap um, the games itself didn't really contain anything of substance and we end up losing mm. the game and at that time I was like, look, I'm willing to give the owners at that time as much time as it takes because we were just like, right, right off this season because of what happened with Vichai that was yeah. the silver line to all that. Just write off whatever's happened. We'll get through this. Don't worry. Yeah. And this is kind of feeling the same way. Again, I think... But the thing is, I'm not going to lie. Brendan Rodgers is not going anywhere. I don't think any other club will want him. And I don't think we've got the funds because we've got him stuck on a massive contract. They won't want to pay the money to get rid of him. So no. we're kind of stuck with him for the moment being. I'm not saying I want to get rid of him, but I'm saying 
Yeah. Show us something that, that, that you're changing your tactics, you're changing your team, and you've got the players to change it up and create a better squad. And you've got a better squad, but we mm. should be at least competing to 70% of what we did last year. 70%. And we're not even doing that. No. Warren, good evening to you, or good morning as it is over there in Australia. Um, welcome to... Uh, give, more than happy to give you another shout-out, mate. How the devil are you? Um, Die-hard Leicester supporter who just died with that result. <laughs> I think a lot of us a lot of, a lot of us did. Um, Josh... Um, jo- Brad, and you see, this is it. I have more than one guest on, and I'm absolutely gone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to start sending out name badges or, or put the names up, but it takes up too much space. Um, Josh <coughs> says this, Josh. Uh, no, he doesn't. He says this, Brad. <laughs> Chris, Josh, and Neil, for you, is the backroom staff that need to be shaken up rather than Brendan himself? Well, so we have got a defensive, you know, d- coach there. What what's going on? Well, there is backroom staff. He brought them in, so no. If if they need to be gone, then the manager is going to have to go because he's the one that brought them in. He ain't going to tell his best mates, is he? Oh, sorry, by the way, I'm sacking you for that. You know, he mm. take the rap for it. Um, no, so it's not the backroom staff that's the issue. It's it's almost like you know when you say sometimes you're in autopilot. I feel like Leicester are playing in autopilot. They're playing on three seasons of autopilot, slow, methodical build-up, drag them out, wear them down, we'll hit them in the second half, play better, we'll take the games. It ain't working because we're finding ourselves one or two nil down by the time that comes around and then Leicester come into gear. I mean, the fact is I must have seen half a dozen comments that back up what Josh said, saying, I guarantee in the second half he will wait until about the 65th minute to make a sub. And it'll be one or two that come on. What happened? He made the subs at the exact minute that people were mm. predicting. If we can predict it, if we can know what's happening before a ball's even kicked and tell it, someone practically wrote the script of the game for what it was worth in one of the comments I, I, I read. If we can sit here as fans and now as to do it, how does he think the opposition aren't going to know what's going on? Every manager's less the tactics is don't worry about it, lads. They'll be slow, they'll be off boil. They'll pass it around the back. We'll just stick 10 men behind the ball. We'll hit them on the break because the defenders don't they don't have a back four every week that communicates. So we'll, we'll end up causing chaos between them. We'll get ourselves one a lot. We'll stick 11 men behind the ball. And then when they finally do come at us, we'll hope to hit them again and, and win the game to 2 or 3 nil. Like, mm-hmm. like Neil said, it could have been tonight because they had two chances late on. They, they could have, yeah. they, and yeah. rightly would have, sealed the game before... The ninety-fifth minutes, ninety-five minutes played. Yeah, get your shit together, as Warren said there, Lester. I think that should be our new logo. <laughs> get your I think shit Brandon together. Said that in post-match, um, what he said. <laughs> Josh, looking at the subs that were made, I'm going to. I mean, I've not been his. I've been one of his biggest critics recently, uh, Madison. But he actually <clears throat> came on and and actually did something. Lookman didn't sort of make the impact he normally makes, but is is. Brendan trying to overthink this too much? You know, we've got another game coming up, so this player's got to play for that. Or does he just play his, carry on playing his best until one of them says, like, I'm absolutely knackered, I can't make it this weekend, boss, or whatever. Is he, you know, is he is he playing football manager too much? I think maybe it's a case of, you know, the, the, the players we've bought in, and we've said it before, you know, they've, they've sort of gave up... Um, 
Champions League football, you know, with Dakar and Samara and stuff. So maybe they're maybe he's thinking, well, you know, at the minute they're not really getting any any minutes in the Premier League. So you know, I need to start them in, you know, Carabao Cup or Europa League and such. And you, you'd sort of think he might be right in in that sense because they've played a lot more, especially like, you know, European football. We're playing in Germany with Dakar and Samari in, in France and stuff. So you may, you know, maybe he's thinking might. Might sort of give us the edge in, in the European games, but I, I don't, I don't know, mate. It seems, to, you know, I remember the days of it, it, it's going back, but you know, the days of under Martin O'Neill, where you know, no matter what the competition was, he placed he placed strongest eleven. These are professional footballers. I don't think it's a case of, I don't think it's a case of the players sort of, you know, asking for a rest or, or you know, wanting to, to miss games so they can rest. Because at the end of the day, you'd like to think that every single player wants to win every game, no matter what competition it is. Even if it's pre-season friendly, you give your all to win. I think it's Brendan maybe trying to be a bit too cute with the players, maybe trying to be a bit too clever. Um, tonight, as, as, as you said, mate, I think the starting eleven, looking at it, I thought it was all right. I thought he'd get the job done, but obviously not, mate. With you know, we're sat here pissed off again, unfortunately. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. To, 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 to sum it up, mate. Yeah, I think sometimes the thing is with Brendan, he does try and be a bit, tries to be a bit too clever. Yes, yeah. Um, Neil, I mean, Bookline. Good evening, Bookline from America. How are you doing? Um, thanks for joining us. Should the Perez goal have counted? I've got to be totally honest with you. I did miss it because my takeaway arrived at that particular point. <laughs> we'd, we'd, ordered, we'd ordered, actually ordered one from KFC that they then decided was going to actually be two hours to deliver to us, which would have meant I'd be eating it now in the middle of this show. Uh, so we cancelled that and, and reordered uh, fish and chips. So I say it just came. So I didn't really see it. I mean, should it have counted? I didn't see it either. I'm not going to lie. It was, <laughs> I, I got home from work. I had 15 minutes, got changed quick, um, watched yeah. first half kind of hungry, put the well, put the food on, then came down. And, and again, so quickly wolfed it down. I've got half the pizza still here ready to go. <laughs> um, it's kind of cold in my room at the moment. And the pizza's cold. The performance was cold. Everything's cold. Um, <laughs> but the moment, it, it, yeah, it's just, I'm just doing some, some bits of the moment. I'm just like, yeah, I, I I didn't see it either because I was like, yeah. there's no point in rushing this. I'm not dying to go back to the game. So I no, don't know what minute no. that was. I, I I think I came into it about 50 minutes, but I was like, 1-0. Again, because well, you guys say it's predictable. I knew we yeah. weren't going to make any subs. I knew we weren't going to play any decent football in, in the next five minutes. I was like, I'll just take my time and try and enjoy another slice. So yeah. um, <laughs> that was that was my mentality. Not And yeah. again, it's the thing is... I've, I'm not trying to sound like a pessimist. I've, I've supported them through thick and thin, but yeah. this one hurts because we know the potential and it's the hope yes. that kills you. I know people have said that again and again, but that's especially it, the hope that kills you, especially in games like this. I mean, Neil, you're quite right. We know we've all we know following Leicester is a roller coaster ride. We know that. And there's ups and downs. You know, we went from winning the Premier League to being sat in the, you know, relegation zone within sort of three or four months. But that's fans for you. You know, when you when you get to that point, you want to get to the next point. You want to do better. It's in you, you know, in your work life, whatever you want to improve. I mean, whether Barcelona will now still be interested in Brendan, I don't know. But Brad, let me ask you that. I don't, I, did you see the goal, Brad? Let me ask you that first. Yeah, I did. Ah. I did see it. 
could it have counted? Honestly, Chris, I still don't know why it didn't count. There was no the commentator didn't say anything. He just said, "Oh, it doesn't count." And it's like, mm. why? I mean, he's still a shit hacking body, but <laughs> yeah. you know, I still don't know why it doesn't count. I don't, you know, even hacking body would have scored. Like, he'd probably been like, he probably if he was offside, hacking body would at least stayed onside. That's what I'll say. But I don't know. I honestly don't know why it didn't count. There was no replays. The commentator that yeah. I had on just literally went, "Oh, well." It won't count because it's a free kick. And I was like, well, for what? Can you tell me? Because yeah. I, I, I genuinely couldn't figure it out. If anyone knows why it didn't count, tell me. Um, because none of us can figure it out here. Three of us didn't yeah. watch it. <laughs> and, and I saw it. And still didn't. We're making a real good account of ourselves for our third I, European I, football yes. in like 20 years. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I had it down as I, 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 thought, I thought he got this loud because he looked offside. That's what I thought. I'll I'll just go with the verdict. It was Perez, and it was shocked that hit the back of the net. Referee ruled it out. Nandez, how are you, sir? Welcome along. Pro type of football. Can't argue with that. Mm. Um, Gabby uh, Lewis Wright, how the devil are you? Welcome along. Um, or is it Gabe or Gabby? I don't know. Apparently, foul by Amarty. Didn't see it. Um, if anything, it should have been a penalty for us. That's another. That's another fan from um, Seattle as well. who comes on our channel, so we get an international audience today. Seattle, nice mate. Yeah, with, with, uh, you all got up early or stayed up late to watch the game. Uh, we're sorry. Now. <laughs> yes, you, yeah. we, we can go to bed now. You know we're all right, but you guys. <laughs> but uh, David says here. Um, apparently, I think that Brendan tries too hard to be cute. Uh, Brendan said he wanted Samari to be more of a goal threat, so wanted him to be attacking. Yet here is the player who hasn't even got his feet wet yet. Uh, is it Gabby or Gabe, uh, Neil? I'm not sure what Gabe. to say. Gabe, Gabe, hi, Gabe. Um, can't be offside from a corner. Perez would find a way. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the Perez Appreciation Society video number one. You're welcome. There are only four of us. Yes, yeah. yeah. You can see the numbers just going boo 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 as everybody yeah. leaves. You know, it's like it's like on the um take me out, you know, when the when the women press the ball go red, suddenly our numbers have dropped down. Uh, Devils United, Maisie, how are you? Uh, I haven't used your laugh tonight um, because, if anything, I'd be laughing at Leicester. But uh, Man United fan, thanks for stuffing Villa. Well, stuffing, but thanks for beating Villarreal yesterday for us. We appreciate it. Um, I, th I think it's. I think it's. Um, well, let me let me come to all of you with this because straight after the match, like I say. Um, uh, we get a gentleman that does our match ratings and chooses our man of the match. And uh, he doesn't have time to think about it because he has to do it straight away. But this is what he's gone for after tonight's performance. Um, man yeah. of the match, James Madison. Uh, <laughs> four for the manager and four for the team. Now, I've got to be honest with you. When I was thinking man of the match, actually Madison, to me, changed the match. That was the best... Time on the pitch, Madison has had for us, I believe, for a while. That was the Madison that could come on. He was trying, he actually was taking us, you know, forward past you know the edge of their box. The fact that no other bloody Leicester player was up there with him to be on the end of anything he had, um, 
and his corner still weren't getting past the first man. But <laughs> I actually think he um, he actually did uh, did quite quite well for us. Obviously, Josh, you're going to disagree with that, so I'll come to you first. No, 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 no. I went. It made me laugh because it just sums up the game that Madison oh, right, was on. Okay. Madison was on the pitch for. What twenty five minutes or so? Yes. I, I agree, mate. Um, I've 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 knocked Madison for the last few weeks for his performances because they've not, excuse me, they've not been what what we know he can what we know he can give us. But yeah, tonight, you know, he, he looked like he was trying. He you know getting on the ball. His his movement were a lot better than what it's been the last the last few games he's played. Um, but again, mate, I, and you know, I, I can't really argue with with the man of the match. It's everybody was just so shit. Everybody was. Yes. I, I, I think I'd, I'd give I'd give Dakar a slight shout out as well because he put a lot of running in, and especially in the first half, he, he, he were trying to close, he were trying to close their back line down a lot. Um, nearly come off for him again at one point when I think their goalkeeper played a short, a short goal kick and he caught their defender out. But, um, but other than that, mate, yeah, I, I think given the, given the team performance and, and Brendan both four each is is. Very generous in my eyes. Kind. <laughs> Neil, your thoughts? I mean, Madison, I, I guess so. But again, I'm not really thinking in terms of man of the match because normally that would be positive. And with this yeah. performance, there really wasn't mm. that much positive. I think a couple of other players, Yuri Tillemans could be one. Castagna did some good work. He was trying to get yeah. down that yeah. right side. Yeah. Every time yeah. he did, trying to beat a person, he'd look over and there's just nothing. Nobody's yeah. in the bottom. Well, Dakar was being marked out of the game. Sure, then you've got to have your other... If you're going to play that kind of formation, you can't have four central midfielders. Two of them are going to be bombing into the box to try and get the head or get involved in the game. And Castagna looked, nothing, right, pass the ball back. Mm. And that's not his fault. At least he's trying to do something. Luke Thomas, I do like Luke Thomas, but he just looks way off it. Another player that I'm yeah. like, I really want him to do well as a local lad, but he's not anywhere near as good. Um there really wasn't much to just, choose I, from, I, I, to be honest. It's kind of I like... I just don't oh, think Luke Thomas, he, Luke Thomas is not a wing-back. I, I agree with you, mate. I, I, I just don't think he's not a wing As a full-back, he's very good, but as a wing-back, no. I, I agree with you on Luke Thomas tonight, mate. Definitely. He needs coaching. He needs somebody like a Ryan Bertrand mm. playing in a back three with then Luke Thomas out on the wing. And you go, right, you do this, you do this, you do this. Like the a, a match I always reference where we had, we were caned with injuries was the 4-1 against Leeds where they, they tried to break us down and we didn't fold. Bearing in mind, we were playing a back three of Fafan through the middle, James Justin to the right and Christian Fuchs to the left and I was thinking oh my god, we are going to get obliterated and then Luke Thomas was playing on that right hand side and with Christian Fuchs telling him what to do and his experience, he, had, he, he led him really, really well and it's just, it's just things going wrong and it's like it's like it's it's like we're in coasting mode, but mm. the thing is, I'm, some one of the guys said on our show today, I was like, I'm, I'm, Neil, you're really struggling to be honest. And so I was like, because I'm saying the same things every week. I don't want to turn it into a show where I, I want to analyze the game and go, right, this was really good. This is something we can improve. But I believe in the, the team for the next game. Now I yeah. say the same problems as last week. Roll on the next game, and for the next week it'll be the same problems as last week. We lost. Yeah. Roll on the next game, and that's just that's just how I see it going. Do I think it's going to be the whole season like that? No, but I can't see the light at the end of the tunnel anywhere soon. Mm -hmm. Welcome to Arsenal Fan TV Part 2. Um, Brad, your thoughts on the Man of the Match and the score? Man of the Match? Um, 
the 800 away fans. Yes. Yes. Um, Moscow. Have you seen what they put on their Twitter? It was glorious. Um, They they put a picture of... um, After the... um, the roasting of spot at Moscow. They they put they put a picture of um, spaghetti on fire. It was hilarious. Sorry to cut you off, Brad. No, no, no we, right, we, we need more of that in football, don't we? Let's have a bit of fun, you know. Yeah. Sorry, Brad. <laughs> no, it's all right. It was funny. It was worth it. It's cheered me up a bit. Uh, man of the match. No one deserves it. They were passing the ball out of play. They were losing the ball. They were pathetic and no crap. There's no excuses. He, if something comes on and improves the game, was he really that impressive? Because he fell over and he lost the ball. He, he kept yeah. giving... He, he dived to try and get free kicks. I don't think anybody... I, I, I almost think that the only the only one of the names that are mentioned that are worth saying anything that's actually managed to stay on the feet because clearly Leicester not only forgot Ian Acho at the airport, but they forgot to pack their boots for dodgy turf because none of them could stay on the feet Castagne seemed to break protocol by trying to be a, uh, dare he be attackive because nobody followed suit so for me the man of the matches are the 800 people that got absolutely mugged and robbed for their money to go and watch that performance as far as managers and player ratings go I think the ball was generally passed more out of play than it was to a Leicester shirt especially in that first half I'm not being over dramatic here they get zeros the manager was stubborn he didn't change his ways he didn't change anything he didn't inspire anything he was predictable he made subbed whenever he knew he didn't play Lutman he didn't play Barnes who's your equal joint goal scorer in Europe yeah that's a great sense the players come past to each other played like they've never played with each other I, I, I felt at times like Leicester were 11 people that were pulled off the street and told go and play football Right. So, I've, zero I've for got... the manager, zero for the player, and the man of the match goes to the crowd. I'm going to actually... I've got a present for you here, and it's just gone off my screen, so I'll have to try and read this one. Uh, the lover of stats that you are, 763 passes we had. Um, I don't know why. At the LCFC.com, we've just taken this down off the website. but um, And that's nearly... Is it 200 more than Warsaw had? And we said at the start, yeah, why pass? I mean, my son was watching the game with me and he said, please don't pass it back. Please don't pass it back. <laughs> You'd be on the edge of the box and, oh, it's going to go back to Schmeichel, isn't it? And, yeah, you know, okay, you can say you are holding on to possession. You're not letting the other team have the ball. But when you one nil down, just put the ball in the fucking box and see what happens and get some players up there. But from what you were saying, yeah, all those touches – it's fine having them, but not if you don't do anything with it. And 350 of them passes, mate, were out of play or to, to the opposition. They weren't it even was awful tonight, players. wasn't it? It was awful. It was to Castagna, to, to Castagna, to, um, to Siunchu, to Vestergaard, to Amate, and then just going back that back forward. Yeah, yeah. Mate, that was worse than losing to West Ham when they beat us 4-1. Mm. At so least we got a goal and showed some effort in that game. Yeah, 763 touches, uh, Josh, to uh, Warsaw's 512. And Craig made this point, and I think it's a very, very good point, actually, on the preview show. When, whether it's Schmeichel or any of the defenders, are playing a ball out, and I've noticed it, it got me looking for this tonight, they're playing it to a Leicester player, but not necessarily thinking what he can do with it. 
because quite often the ball from Schmeichel or mm. one of the defenders went to another Leicester player who had a Warsaw player behind him, so couldn't do an awful lot with it other than pass it back or pass it back across the defence. You see it a lot, mate, especially like you say, you know, you mentioned the West Ham game. They knew what players to press. And there were times, in, and again, tonight, they just let our centre-backs have it, prat around with it at the back, pass it side to side. Soon it goes to the full-backs, they're on us. Press, 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 press straight away. Before you know it, like Brad said, we've knocked the ball out of play, we've panicked, stray passes here and there. We've, we've tried, you know, Hollywood pass over to the side of the pitch, gone straight out of play, invite more pressure onto ourselves. So, as I said, mate, so far this season... Teams have, teams have got our number, mate. They know how we're going to play and because there's no plan B whatsoever, we'll just carry on and carry on and carry on. We'll come to life last 15, 20 minutes. But again, mate, teams know that, oh, yeah, their, their centre-backs are going to do fuck all with the ball. Just let them have it. Let them have it. We'll, you know, just we'll keep a shape. And then as soon as it goes to the wing-backs or it's played into Yuri Tielemans in midfield, bang, on us straight away. And then we panic, we lose the ball. Rinse and repeat. Yeah. Rinse and repeat every week at the minute. <laughs> welcome, Dan. How are you? Um, welcome along. Uh, and can I just say, Dan, thanks for joining us. Burnley fan, check out his channel as well. Um, even though they do have the cheating cornet playing for them. <laughs> Not that I'm bitter at all, Dan, you understand. Not that I'm bitter. He was cheated. Um, I've just got to say, Dan, hello, Mrs. Riley. How are you? I've got a jingle book for you next time we speak. Um, Neil, bit of a cock up with a Nacho. I'm not saying that necessarily he would have made any difference tonight, but who's, you know, is it the player? Do you play the player? Do you play in the club for not checking that the player's got it right if he has got it wrong? I mean, it's a bit of a schoolboy error, isn't it? Yeah, it's like he got to the airport and forgot his passport, um, yes. or he's like forgot it or something like that. It's like, well, Whose fault is that? It's everybody's fault, and that's kind of the. It's kind of so not. It's the same thing as the performance. It shouldn't be happening, but here we go again. You know, mm. where it's, it's like, yeah, we should be, we should be, and I should be playing. He's given opportunity. It's like I don't know. Um, yeah. Brendan, I think Brendan. The thing is, the only way you can leave his contract if he's priced out of it. But who's going to take him? I mean, Barcelona, but I can't see him. Well, yeah. I could, but I can't. It's a weird one. No, yeah. they they can't even afford a play. They've, they have to settle the best player. They can't then put money into buying a new manager. No. It's all just I, I, I don't know. I could potentially see him going, and maybe that's the upset. But it's not. Why? It's just. Yeah. I think at the moment, considering, but I think at the moment with Brendan is who would you replace him with? You know, we we have to remember and we have to be honest and say, you know. You know, every year or every time we sat to manager, we used to say we want Ancelotti. We want Ancelotti. Ancelotti necessarily didn't want to come to us. You know, whether we didn't approach him or whether we approached him and he said no. We can't just presume. The same with players. You know, why didn't we go for this player? There's no saying that if we go for them that they actually want to come to us. That's the yeah. thing. And you know, we're not Man United. We're not um, Arsenal, Tottenham, Chelsea. We've, we've, we've not got that sort of history yet. Brendan, like I said, A, who do you replace him with? But B, at the moment, he is living on the time, you know, he's earned this because of what he's done for us. You know, 
He's got us into Europe two seasons running. He's won the FA Cup with him. The guy deserves a chance. Now, at the moment, and you could say, well, what happened with Ranieri? With Ranieri, we were in a serious danger of actually going out of the Premier League one season after winning it. We're not in that situation yet, and we would probably have to relook at it when um, if that was to happen. Uh, but let's be honest with you, though, Neil, any manager that is sacked is sacked for a reason. It's because they're no good. And yet they're, within, they're in another job, most of them, within a couple of weeks. You know, look at Mourinho. He gets sacked by Tottenham, supposedly for, for not being good in the dressing room, not, you know, not, not being very good manager all round, walks into a top job at Roma. There's no other job on this planet where you can be a failure and then walk straight into a job potentially better. Um, Brad, you know, he, he has earned the right to have a bit of time, hasn't he? Yeah, he definitely has. And again, just to more express those, I have seen, unfortunately, I did prepare myself to kind of banish Facebook because I expected to see a lot of rants about Brendan and Brendan outposts. Well, they're out in full force from what I've seen, unfortunately. <laughs> but the club's been very careful when they've appointed a manager. No matter what we've thought of the manager with the style of play with Powell or what we initially thought with um, Ranieri's appointment, you know, not not to brag, but I was one that thought he'd do really well here. I don't know oh, where I got the opinion from. Um, I've still got I've still got the proof because I wrote for the Metro that he was a good choice for us, and I've saved yeah. that just in case nobody ever believes me. Yeah. <laughs> but the, you know, Leicester have been very careful with who they appoint in this role, and it's easy to you know. Okay, let's just throw the hypothetical out there that we're six months down the line, Leicester are seventeenth. It's all gone Pete Tong, and he gets a sack. You're going to be there's no point throwing out your Antonio Conte's and your Jose Mourinho's for the job because Leicester don't. Well, A, no. they probably can't afford them. You're, you're very right, Neil. But just let's just go for the hypothetical, the, the, the names that fans shout out. Let's get in Conte, let's get in Jose, even though we know as fans we can't afford these. But Leicester don't traditionally sign a manager that they feel might upset the apple cart. And these managers have gone through get prestigious jobs but don't have a long staying period in this prestigious jobs because they're brought in to do exactly what it says on their tin. Bring in some success, we'll pay you a lot of money, and when it goes wrong, we can knock you out the door because we know we don't want that. We don't want you ruining the atmosphere longer than you already are when it starts going wrong, which is what a lot of people, the accusations were made by Man U fans and Spurs fans and Chelsea fans, with you know the biggest talking point, Jose Mourinho. Mm. Um, you've got to be careful what you wish for. If, oh, if, if say we lose our next three games and all of a sudden the owners pull the trigger which I can never see happening even if we did lose our next three games but if they did like you said A we're in short supply of managers that are available B the managers that a lot of fans expected like Neil just said they're not even affordable in Leicester's budget they wouldn't even contemplate going for the move because it would upset um, the apple cart with the players and what they get and managers and B you want to bring in a manager with the right attitude. If all of a sudden this player, this manager comes in and goes, don't rate Dakar, don't rate Samore, I'll sell Tillemans in, in in January, sign a new contract. So you're like, all of a sudden you go, well, well, we, well, we didn't bring him. Well, he's the manager. Yeah. If he's commanding that power, because you've got to bring in a manager of that caliber, all of a sudden, all the hard work that Leicester have done over the last four, five, six years, 
goes to pot. Totally so, agree with you. As soon as you bring in a new manager, that draws the line and you're starting again. So that, yeah. that I, I was actually, uh, I used to, those that know me, uh, I used to work for Blackburn Rovers and I was there sort of, you know, with this, they sacked Sam Allardyce because the fans didn't, they, they just got the, the, uh, the, the Venkis come in and buy them. And I don't think, you know, the, the, Sam Allardyce was manager at the time, was getting a lot of stick and they're in the Premier League. So they got rid of Allardyce replaced him with his with one of his coaches Steve Keane and they went down to to tier 3 you know oh, Charlton oh. didn't like Alan Kirbishley they thought he was stagnating the fact that he got them to 9 10th 11th in the league every season wasn't enough for them so they got rid of Kirbishley where are they now you know Mark Hughes uh, and Tony Pulis of Stoke same yeah, things yeah yeah or even Dan, West Brom uh, yeah mm. Dan says here yeah i mean that was very yeah, I'm glad they went down because what they did was was disgusting that early. Uh, Dan says here, it's like you guys have said no plan B. We've had no plan B for years and given Daesh a four year deal. Hey, the problem is, I don't think we've got a plan A at the moment. That's what uh, we were saying. Um, Jason, good evening, sir. Uh, how the well, I would say how the devil are you because I know you're not well. You're in hospital with COVID at the moment and some very unfortunate side effects as well. Uh, are you? St- I presume you're still in, mate. How are you? Um, uh, I hope you're getting better, and I hope it's all right. Um, I wouldn't be throwing Brendan into the closet. Well, <laughs> that's a different saying. <laughs> you might, he might come out having said, I've, "I spent ten years managing Narnia United." Uh, Narnia United. I mean, sorry. All I would say, the defence just need to change the style. I think three at the back isn't the best of choices. Uh, love Brad for his honesty. We have to remember, though, Leicester came from a long way. That's why we have big expectations. That's why I feel fans feel so uh, why fans feel so down is very understandable. I know we, I know we can say where we were, and I'm very much of that because I'm of an age where you know I'm, I'm 60 now, and I can remember the pleat years and, 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 and you know the playoff years and all that. So I know where we came from, but Josh. How how much longer can we go on saying, ah, remember where we've come from? We can't go on using that as an excuse. We are now, we hope, an established Premier League side. You're up for two seasons. The best squad we've probably had money-wise, um, I think somebody said we, we've got the seventh most expensive squad in the Premier League. We've got the fourth most expensive manager. At some point, we've got to say, we're here now and it's hard to improve because you've got 19 other clubs that are trying to improve with you as well. And you can't all improve. We're not but, asking for a lot though, Chris. Yeah. We're just asking to be competent at this, at this point, aren't yeah. we? Yeah. Well, I was going to say, are we asking just to be consistent? And, and only 18. We are consistent at the moment. I'll let Josh to Josh say his point because you asked him the question. <laughs> Sorry, so I've no, 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 it's, it's all right. I, I like to use the excuse of, um, you know, I, I'm one that likes to say, oh, you know, look how far we've come because after a result like today, it does, you sort of kid yourself into it and it makes you feel better. But having said that, if, you know, if we want to be a big club, big clubs don't say things like that. You know, the, the sort of, like you say, you need to be consistent, like, like, you know, consistently up there and, we all like to, you know, reminisce about the past and like I say, when we won the league and last season winning the FA Cup, but that's, it's in the past now, you know, it's nice to look back on, but 
if we want to progress, then unfortunately we can't keep we can't keep saying that every week. Look how far we've come. Look how far we've come. Mm-hmm. It's true, you know, because. In, in the grand scheme of things, we're not we're not a massive we're not a massive club compared to the likes of you know your Uniteds and your Chelsea's and stuff. But if we want to if we want to be on that level every season, we, we we can't keep we can't keep saying that unfortunately. Yes, yeah. Uh, David says here, uh, welcome back, David. <coughs> Excuse me. The problem is that even after watching so many games, I have no idea what the real issue is. Defence ball, but other than Vardy, most everything in between is just as bad. Yet we have new players. It is. And like I say, you know, this season, I didn't. I think they're pretty much, you know, the Premier League, unfortunately, is turning a bit into to Scottish football. And I think, you know, the, the top four is pretty much decided. It's just the order of the that the, they will be in. Um, so, and everybody's saying, oh, we're going to be fifth again or sixth, whatever. But, and then other people will say, well, if we don't, we can win the Europa League and get into the Champions League that way. That's yeah. a bit like, that's gone down the drain. But, yeah. Like I say, it's hard because you've got like the West Ham's, you've got the Everton's, you've got, you know, Brad, you've got three or four other clubs that are trying to do the same as us. Um, but is it too much to ask for consistency? Is it too much to say, you know, it's gone wrong for seven games? Can Are we as fans the only people that can see that it's not working? Especially when last season, playing two up front, which as I say, Brendan didn't have a mastered stroke to suddenly think, yeah, I've got an idea, I'm going to play two up front. He was forced into it because of injuries to Barnes and injuries to Madison. They played in actual and body. But how good was it when he did it and yet dropped it this year? It, if you was to do that at any other workplace where you had a system that worked perfectly, everybody got on board with it, everybody liked it, everybody knew the role and everybody knew how you was going to go about the game. And then you decided to change it. And for seven straight shifts in a row, it was a horrendous mess and it didn't work and everybody was confused and everybody could see the issues, but the hierarchy didn't change it. You'd stop performing. The performances would only get worse as the more you try to repeat the same process. I mean, who is it that's a definition of insanity is doing something and expecting a different result? You know, it was, was it was Einstein or, or something like that that said that, said that roughly along them lines? Believe it or not, I don't read a lot of Einstein. I've got to be honest with you. I know, I, I know it's just a famous quote I don't either. Never I thought I'd hear right. Einstein on this show, to be honest. I know, right? Nor did I yeah. until that. <laughs> Well, it is the, the, the repeating the exact same thing. And I said this in the last post-match, didn't I, Chris, where I said I could have taken every post-match up until this game and repeated what I said about the first half and the second half performance. Leicester, a slow, methodical, boring, sideways, backwards building, go behind, go attacking for 20 minutes, try and get something from the game. I'm sick of saying it. It's not working. What more does it need to happen on that pitch that Brendan Rodgers stops mummy cuddling the players and protecting them and protecting himself? He kind of... There's signs to that cliche that a manager gets that sometimes to try and be your best mate. You know, we said that about McLaren, didn't we? He was, he was all great as a coach and as a second in command, but when he came to the England job, he wasn't just a Wally before he became infamously known as the Wally with the Brolly, you know, 
he was known as, well, I mean, Brendan Rogers, idiot on tour, idiot on the European tour. I don't know. You could probably give the same name for him the way he's performed with us in Europe since he's been our manager. But the consistency is, is maybe he's trying to be too much of the maze. Maybe he's given too many promises to these players that I love you all. I've got 16, 17 players that need to be playing each week. So I'm going to treat you all and give you all, share out me candy between all my favourite kids. So no one feels like the favourite. And it results in a performance like this. The last time I saw Leicester make seven or eight changes to a starting lineup in the European competition, Harvey Barnes was making his debut in a 5 0 drubbing by FC Porto. Second game in Europa League. Where's Lutman? Where's Barnes? Where's a change in system? If a team like Lee, you know, a laughable thing, right? If you saw how the score brackets came up tonight, you know how Leicester is LEI and they were LEG, right? Well, Man United got beat by young boys. Real Madrid got beat by a sheriff, but at least they weren't beaten by a leg. Because that's how it came up on the brackets. Leicester lost 1-0 to leg. And that just says it all. And we're being beaten by a side like that who knew how to play with a premiership top six club. Sod Sky, Sod BT in the media. We are a top premiership side of current quality. We're FA Cup champions. And they knew how to play us before the whistle was even blown. Mm. Um <laughs> Let's just, I mean, Craig said there, Neil, be patient. We're football fans. If we can see the process, we are going to be patient. But we can't see the thing changing. If it's one result, we can see bad day at the office, no problem. We know what the team's, team's capable of. It's too, Calling for the manager's head is not the right option, but we're saying manager change it. A lot of us are not saying because it's not working. It's not working. Don't do the same thing again. If you're doing the same thing again, we're going to go, why is this guy? Again, it's the same thing with if you make a mistake, as Brad used the same example, if you make a mistake at work one day and the ball goes, what were you doing, man? You go, okay, no worries, mate. I'll sort it tomorrow. Do exactly the same mistake the next day. The next day, the boss is going to think about firing you, especially if it's a major mistake. Um, and that's, it's going to be, and if you do that four times in a row, the guy's like, be prepared to leave the door because, that is yeah. not good enough. If you if you change your behavior, it changes. And we've seen before that we've got it's just really frustrating. It's that's the worst thing about it. We know what this team is capable of, and we just need them to perform at a competent level. We're not expecting yeah. there'll be there'll be certain players to expect that we expect the world from. Yuri Tillman is gonna have an off game, James Bannister is gonna have off games, that's fine. But we need to go right, we need to at least go toe-to-toe. With teams, and we've not been doing even toe to toe with the likes no. of Burnley, with the likes of Brighton. We didn't do it for ninety minutes. What do you mean we can't go toe to toe with Brighton for ninety minutes? This is, yeah. and I'm, I'm not in nothing against Brighton, but we should be doing that at that level where we're going toe to toe, and we haven't. So it, it, we're not asking for a lot. I forget social no, I media. If you saw when Ranieri was sacked, forget social media. We're just talking about yeah. performances. And all we need to do is match last season. And I know that's fifth place and that's really hard and the other two strength and blah, 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 blah. Sure. But we need to be performing at what? Half yeah. the level? I can't say we're performing yeah. at least half the level that we were last year. And, and you take seventh in match performances, wouldn't you? Mm. You know what I mean? You'd even take seventh if you said the likes of West Ham and and, and that stepped up their game and, and, and did Look, better. Fair enough. Yeah. You go, all right, at least we at least we played the way we expected and give a performance that we could say, 
all right, we finished seventh. It wasn't fifth, but fair play to the six teams that finished yeah. higher than us. You know what I mean? And I think you've got to look at the fact that we, you know, in Burnley, we were outplayed at times by a team that was second from bottom. Mm. And, you know, Man City, I wouldn't, you know, I understand. And mm-hmm. I can, I always go back to the great escape because, you know, I had a season ticket and I had a seven and a half hour round trip from where I am up to the Walkers. Uh, sorry, the King Power. Sorry, the Walkers. Um, and I just want to say sorry, uh, Neil. I've just seen your uh, your link to Twitter. <laughs> Lovely picture. Thank you. It, it, it makes you laugh. Uh, if you, Brad, if you want to laugh, I, I, I'd recommend. I, I can't post yeah. in the chat, but it, yeah. it's it's good fun. <laughs> but no, I had I had a seven and a half hour round trip every time, every sorry home game to see us lose. I know it made the winning a lot better at the end of the season when we stayed up, but during that season we were actually were going toe to toe. We weren't losing badly. We weren't playing badly, and we Individual were losing mistakes. One, two, one, you know, yeah, you know, and we're not even getting that at the moment. I just want to catch up on a few comments here in the uh, in the chat. Josh has had to go; his battery died, so he's back to I think uh, duck sympathy <laughs> with, with the Leicester team. You know? uh, James Kosky, good evening. How the devil are you, sir? Not percent chance we can beat Palace. It's going to be a lot harder than uh, than I thought. I've, I've got to be honest with you. I, I shows I know nothing about football. I had Brighton and Palace as a couple of favourites to go down. Uh, B. Crom bring back Ranieri. Uh, I don't know about that. Love love the man to, to, to bits, but uh, it was going wrong at the end. I'm afraid, as it normally does for Ranieri, in fairness. Um, dugout channel here. At least you actually lost to a oh, good dog. team. Um, in Real Madrid, uh, in Poland, Real Madrid lost his sheriff, Trace Polo Group of Policemen. <laughs> That's true. Um, we've got Miss Molina. Good evening. If she likes the stream, thank you very much. Um, Bcom again. You build a team around your stars in Acho Vardy and Indeedy. Uh, Doug again saying Benfica thrash Barcelona 3 0. I don't think we're quite as bad as Barcelona at the moment. We've not got their off-pitch off troubles, have we? Uh, you still think Leicester can win this group or go through in second? I don't Glad know what you you're drinking, that, Doug. Doug. Thank yeah, you. I don't, thank you very much. I don't know what you're drinking, but send me, send me a message and tell me because I want to go out and buy some, mate. My God. Um, you've got Jesus's uh, happy juice, I think. There. <laughs> I gave him um, some of my North Macedonia special juice before the game, so he got all excited. <laughs> uh, the only time... Uh, David, the only time we started well and on the front foot for minute one was versus Villarreal in the friendly. Uh, I mean, that's a point, isn't it, Brad? You know, look back at the Villarreal game. How has it changed so quickly? Because we know, in, we, yes, we've got a couple of injuries, plus Evans, who's in and out, you know. like well, well, let's not say anything, but he's in and out a lot at the moment. But it was worse than this last season. See, the thing is, the problem is at the moment is, unlike last season, which is, like Neil said, it's fine. You know, you can accept that the good players are going to have 95% of a season, they're going to be on top form, but there's going to be the odd game thrown in there where they're not up to scratch. But that's when the other eight or nine players have to pull the finger out their arse and pull the weight a little bit. You know, we've had a run of games where we've most notably gold droughts in Vardy, for the biggest example, and Madison for maybe being the midfield 
Maestro, is we've always said, well, at least Nacho's scoring because Vardy's not. He's, he didn't, you know, or at least Barnes is finding that because Madison's a bit off the boil. We could afford to do it. Unfortunately, the, 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 we're having five, six, seven, eight performances that are at best mediocre on the pitch. I mean, I saw Barnes get, I think it was Barnes, it was either Barnes or Jewsby Hall, had a had a split time in the game where he broke away from the defender and then for absolutely no reason knocked it three yards in front of himself and lost the ball. I thought, did he flick his analog stick on his PlayStation mm-hmm. and analog and accidentally press the pass button by mistake or something because he was in control of the ball and that was something, there was a lot of ankle breaking, falling over by Leicester and that's another thing that really, really scr- made me scratch my head. I'm thinking, did they not prepare their boots for, for mm. the conditions of Poland because there was just so much wrong with it. It's basic And it's not the yeah. first time we've said it. We've said it against the Burnley game, against the Brighton mm. game. This is basic football, passing a ball of five yards, getting mm. the ball and turning with your back and not losing possession. Just yeah. things that I want to sort out. These are not like massive things. We're just talking about small things here. We're not talking about can Yuri Tillman smash or can James Madison play with the outside of his foot into Jamie Vardy yeah. who puts it away. We're talking about the simple stuff. Can you play yeah. through the middle? Can you get the ball to the striker? Can we get the ball to the striker? We're not talking exactly. about rocket science. Yeah. 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 I, I, sorry, I was going to say, uh, I, forgot, I forgot what I was going to say now. You carry yeah. on, Brad. It will come back to me. Yeah. <laughs> Just backing up your point then, Neil, because everybody's like, every, you know, I've had this debate with you before, Chris. I've always said I do not give a stuff in the style of football. I, you know, people, I, I remember, funny enough, you mentioned him, Allardyce at West Ham. I've got a few friends of mine that are West Ham fans, right? And I remember when he took them into Europe. I don't know if he got it through that fair play rule back then when it was a thing, but he got mm, them. Yeah. They finished yeah, eighth yeah. and he got yeah. them in that way, didn't he? Yeah. And they, they, they sacked him. And I remember turning around people, West Ham fans going, wow, you sacked Allardyce, you got to Europe. Even if it was through the back door, you got into Europe. Why have you sacked him? Oh, because his football's boring. Mm. Well, you'd rather play good football and get relegated than play that football and get European football. No, yeah. not on your Nelly. All these fancy back passes and little no-look passes. It looks great when Christian Fuchs is setting up Vardy to make it his 11th in a row against Manchester United. It don't look good when it's a no-look pass and it goes to the ball boy on the halfway line. Because Castagna is going, excuse me, I'm here, not there. I don't get it. It's just stop it, simple football. Craig says there, um, Hugh, if anybody wants to know who Hugh Hefner is, you need to go and Google it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely not this kind of channel. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. Um, but he, he is right. It is possession over penetration, and uh, we'll do. We'll use that in the future, uh, Craig. Are we going to play the Hugh Hefner way this weekend? What I was going to say, and it, it has come back to me, but it is my age, so forgive me, guys. But no, I don't know whether you, anybody was actually watching it on BT. But I think the, the co-commentator on BT was actually um, Steve McManaman, who. It's slightly on the scale one or two up uh, from Phil Neville when it comes to co-commentary. But I tell you what, he actually, as the game went on, was summing Leicester up perfectly. He was saying, there's nothing in the final third. The balls that are coming in are going to nobody. Like you said, Brad, you know, you press the pass on uh, pass on FIFA rather than the shoot. It, it was just that last, nothing in, you know, nothing at the end of it. 
Um, but you know, like you said, and, and Neil said it earlier, we've been saying it for so long, you know, and that yeah. is the worry. I mean, Neil, I'll come to you first with this one because we'll, we'll round it up now. And thank you very much for joining us. But Palace on uh, on Sunday, um, like I say, I had Palace like new manager, they've lost a few players and. You just know Eduardo's going to come on, or Eduard is going to come on and score against us. What do we change? Do we go back? You know, I mean, we've, everybody's screaming for four four two, or at least have two up front. We've got to, there's got to be some changes, hasn't there? We have to change to four. We have to just hold on. Two banks of, and it makes sense. Two banks of four. Mm. Keep it as as Brad was saying. Keep it simple. Keep it good, and when we get our opportunities, take them. And with Jamie Vardy on the pitch, you've always got that man that'll put the ball in the back of the net. So keep it simple. Don't try and play it too fancy, playing along the back and stuff like that. Just keep it simple. Keep your fullbacks tucked in. Keep your wingers do what you need to do. Send that we know that midfield partnership works because then Diddy will be back for this game. Hmm. Keep it simple. I mean, just do the simple. And if it doesn't work, cool. But at least we we're not we. We, the problem is sometimes we're outplaying ourselves, and that's the dumb. It's kind of like if you do a step over too much and you fall over, it's like, well, just continue in a straight line and you would have been okay. Yeah. It's, it's the risk you you pull with it. And it's like Brennan Rodgers is too, he's, he's too almost not, I won't say the word arrogant, but he's too, no, no, I can play a better style of football than this. And sometimes mm. simplicity is just the best way to go. And the thing is, we've tried everything. We've tried three at the back now. We've four, tried 4 2 3 1. We've tried different positions. We know our best lineup. We know that probably on the right hand, it, I'd stick all Brighton back in the team. You know, he's mm. going to give you that constant performance. Stick all Brighton on that right hand side, whip balls in, see if something can ha- happen from it. Now you've got Vestergaard. Now you've got some more potentially that could play. You've got something, but the reason why we criticise them is because we know we can do better, and because we really love our football club. That's all it comes down to. It's not like yeah. negative. It's not like we're saying we we hope our team's relegated. There's a whole load of other nonsense that's going on. We we know we can do better. We want to get behind you. Just show mm. us that you want it, and we'll get behind you. Simple I think that, we, really. I think we just hope we don't get to the point. I had an Arsenal fan come on a show the other day, and he's a good lad, and we have a, we have a laugh and a joke and banter between us. But he actually wanted Arsenal to lose at the week. Weekend, so that Arteta got sacked, and I'm like, no, I, I just don't know how that. you ever get to that point with your I've, club. We've, and you know, we've had Leicester fans. Sorry, on the channel when we lost four two to Newcastle, that had gone on hope we don't win a trophy. It was one guy, but I was just like, I don't really believe you, and you're just mm. doing it to get attention. My fault, no, him up, but things like that. I'm just like, this doesn't make any sense, and this is no. one of the reasons why I try and stay off social media and I can imagine as a fan that's again you've had lots of international fans in your channel and shout out to all of you because that boy oh boy that's hard work trying to follow yes. the team at nine it's in bad the morning enough following it from the Saturday. south coast but follow yeah exactly exactly but you don't know. believe all the stuff you read on the on the social media it's no, not no. without me saying something really old it's like go down to the if you eventually get the channel go down to the ground go and speak to people and you will see. I think the best example yeah. of that is when Ranieri got sacked and I was heartbroken, absolutely heartbroken. Mm. When you went to the match, you realised we want to thank Ranieri, we want to thank Ranieri, but we need to get behind the team and get this team playing. Yeah. And that, yeah. for me, sums up the social media divide. Yeah. Compared, And it's beautiful thing about social media. I've met some great, again, people in the comments, I've met some great people from all yeah. over the world, but there's a certain part of it that's just there for the clicks and the ratings rather than actual fans that get behind the club, especially I- with a top team. 
Yeah, I think what you got. I mean, I I, I actually you know, occasionally will take a, a photograph of my uh, of my meal and and print it out and go and deliver it to my neighbours. You know, <laughs> up on social media. I think you got to remember what social media is. I get a lot of people say because I've got the Facebook group and the Twitter and what have you, and you know, people will say to me sort of like, "Why are you saying that?" And you know, I'm saying, "Well." It's my job as as admin of these things to create discussion. And if I come on mm. every time and go, Lester, brilliant, Lester, brilliant, Lester, you're never going to sort of comment and it'll be a waste of time doing it. Look, I'm going to let you go, uh, Neil. Thank you so much for coming on. Give a shout out to your channel. How can people uh, people find you and follow you? Yeah, so you can follow us at Beyond the 90 um, LCFC. Again, Chris has been a long while coming again. I've, I've finally changed job now. Um, <laughs> long, trying to keep the work stuff off that, but finally got enough time. So I was like, right, I've green screen set up. We've just finished ours. I'll jump on. So no, brilliant. Th- Brad, great to see you once again. Um, and we'll Thank see you, you guys. We'll, we'll see see you. On, we'll hopefully I'll have you on the channel. We'll sort something out, mate. But no, appreciate we'll you having me on the channel again. We'll and thanks for coming on for such a great evening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right you know, you know what, mate? We've made an hour and thirty, and I don't know how we've done it, but congrats <laughs> to you for that. Because sometimes you find a way to get it all off your test, and I can you go know to that bed. Saying, if anybody says to you, "Where were you when we were shit?" Just tell them where you we were you were tonight, because that's where you were when we were shit. I can go get my Tops Tiles T-shirt, mate. I can, I, I can pull. Yeah, I, I like wearing yeah, that one God, because yeah. it's a terrible kit. But I've got it was my first ever kit, and I was like, yes. I went the same as the club, and I remember being so happy that I've got a club. I look back at it and go, it's, it's all it's terrible. I mean, Tops, what? Um, and but again, it's like how far we've come. But at the same yeah. time, it's like that was shit. This is bad because our expectations are so high. That was how can we get any lower? Because literally, yeah, we win League One. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just shape, impressed it? that it still fits you after <laughs> yeah. all these years. I wish mine did. I'm having to go out now and buy replica kits of replica kits that I had, <laughs> just two sizes bigger. But Neil, yeah, we'll do something again soon. Get over there and uh, and follow this guy. It's a great channel beyond the ninety. Thanks for coming on, mate. Take care and uh, guys. All the best. Fingers crossed for Palace. Yeah, That's all we've got. We've got fingers crossed. That's about it, mate. But we'll it's see you all in a bit. Cheers, mate. Take care. Bye-bye. Oh, and thanks for coming on, Brad. Um, it's been my pleasure. I got to do a singing act for you, being as I don't well, normally join you. You do know singing. what's going to happen with that, don't you? Good. Good, mate. Good. <laughs> I've had enough it's, with him. I've had enough trying to be on the you think Macedonia was good? I'm, I'm actually going to put an album together. I'm actually going to do a show <laughs> that has got um, all, all your clips. You know, one of those one of those KTEL adverts that used to be on the TV. You know, yeah, the yeah. best of Brad. You know, <laughs> yeah, definitely, mate. We love Macedonia. Definitely. Track one, side one. You know, but yeah. Uh, thanks uh, for coming oh, on as well, Brad. We see we yeah, see a lot of each other this weekend. I'm seeing more of you than I am my ex-wife. And uh, but then again, she is my ex, so I don't want to. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow <laughs> at seven for the Palace preview and yeah. on Sunday at five-ish for the post-match. And let's hope it is a little bit cheerier than this. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what, mate. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, before the preview, just to give everybody a bit of excitement, I'm going to try my old Mystic Make hat on again, right? So get my tinfoil hat out for it. Because for the preview, I am going to have a little prediction for how it's going to go. I will right. let you know beforehand so we can I talk hope you're going to bring the graphics up with it as well. Oh, 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 there will be. There will be. There will be. <laughs> can I just mate. say, I realized 
why Leicester are doing what they're doing. Is your middle name Samson by any chance? Grow it back because when you had long hair, we were we a big tail, a uh, David Seaman. We were winning. You cut your hair and we're playing shit. So it's your fault, Brad Perkis. Your fault entirely. You will uh, go okay. to yeah, you will go it. to hell in a car. I'll tell you. Yeah, it's like that Jackson Five song, isn't it? Don't blame it on the manager. We could blame it on the boogie. We blamed it on everything else, mate. Thanks very much, Thank and I'll bar, see you dude. tomorrow night at seven. Yeah, I look forward to it, mate. Cheers, mate. Thanks very much. Just remember, just remember, mate. Shit, I can buy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'll ever forget that. <laughs> no, I'm sure you won't, mate. See you no, later. I'm guys. taking therapy now. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> Cheers. See you later. Thanks to Brad. He will be back tomorrow at 7 o'clock, as indeed will I, and he will be back with this. Yes, indeed. Seven o'clock tomorrow. It is the preview show. Leicester away to Palace. How are we going to do? <laughs> I don't even. I don't. I don't think. I really. Well, I, I never think. That's my trouble, guys. Thank. You. Let's just go through some last comments here because that's what I was going to do. Uh, let me just have a look and see. Uh, Scott says here disagree with Neil. Um, about all Brighton, bring him on as a sub, maybe. Let's be honest with you, Scott. He couldn't really do much worse, could he? So why not? Uh, we need to maximise the talent on our team, says B. Crom, and thanks for joining us, B. Crom. Uh, Perez and Albrighton are role players. Um, David, love Albrighton, but he can't play for minute one, lose his steam too quickly, but as an impact sub, I agree with that 100%. Uh, I think I think Varney will end up like that, maybe not this season, maybe in a couple of seasons' time, but yes, it's going to be um, he's going to be an impact sub as well. Um, but yeah, I agree with I agree with Albrighton. Perez and Albrighton lap pace i think paris just lacks everything tell me what he doesn't like um yeah whereas scott said, i didn't see that scott but I, I agree with you a lot i agree with you uh jason guys to make you all smile and i'll put 10 pound on Le leicester to beat palace mate if you've got 10 pound to throw away send it to me seriously jason <laughs> you know you know my address send me the 10 pound now uh will you have the clock going off Hey, we, we, we've missed the clock. we missed the clock. Uh, Scott, I blame Tyson for coming back on the channel. Yeah, you say that now he's gone. And Terry, control your dog. <laughs> I hope your dog wasn't too bad. Thanks so much. We had a lot of new people in the chat today. Please, if you're watching on YouTube, I know a lot of you are, please, if you get over down to YouTube and give me a sub. Um, it would be very, very helpful and would help grow the channel. Smash the likes on the um, YouTube as well. If you're watching on Facebook or if you're watching on um, Twitter, please nip onto YouTube, Lester Till I Die uh, TV. I can say sub, us, the, sub the channel. We would be very, very grateful as well. And if you want to listen back to this uh, rather than watch me, and, and I've got a face that is made for podcasts, we have got all the podcasts covered, really. Um, we've got um, – we haven't. Let me bring that up. I'm getting rid of the wrong thing. I can't get rid of Terry. 
There we go. Let's get rid of Terry. Not in the nicest possible way. Uh, Google, Amazon, Apple iTunes, Anchor, Spotify, Podcast Addict, to name just six, because it's all I could fit on the graphic. That is where you can find us. Uh, I will see you all tomorrow at seven with Brad. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for coming on. Um, wish it would have been nicer to talk about, but, you know, this is Leicester. We know we're a roller coaster club. See you tomorrow night. Good night. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Be sure to watch Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and follow all their social media platforms for the latest updates and news on Leicester. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.